This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning, multiple award-nominated Here For It podcast is brought to you by the forward button. Most importantly, the fast forward button. I need the same fast forward button that Issa Rae had on Insecure um, for the series finale of Insecure. Because um, she literally looked at the mirror and was like, I'm going to need to get to the good part of life because what's going on right now, boo. I'm going to need to get to the, the good part where COVID is done. I need the fast forward button on COVID. I agree. Um, and shout out to Molly. She fast forwarded too. Molly fast forwarded. Tiffany yeah, I mean, fast forwarded. Oh, well, Tiffany fast forward. I'm like, oh, Tiffany, uh, you click it down. <laughs> Denver, Colorado. Okay. That wig click down. <laughs> mm. um, so I just, I would like that fast forward button because I am tired of COVID. I'm, try, I'm tired of telling y'all niggas to do the same things and not be heard. I'm tired of doctors and scientists telling y'all the same things and y'all not listening. And y'all still subscribe to Dr. Sebi. So I need the fast forward button. And that brings us this week's episode of Here For A Podcast. I am the Superman, T-H-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. the Variant Vixen, a.k.a. the HR manager of the Lawrence Hive, B.K.A. the healthcare hottie. My name is Ronald Matters, y'all. I'm coming to y'all today. I'm really kind of depressed, sad. Um, and, you know, my LGBT was acting up earlier, but it ain't no PCR test for that. So, ain't no antigen test either. So, I guess I just got to let my LGBT run rampant out here. Uncontained. So, I hope y'all ready for a great episode. I'm up here holding my... my you do not have a ponytail. Ain't never had, ain't never had an inch, ain't never had an inch of hair, ain't never had no hang time in your life. Stop it. My LGBT cannot be contained. I feel a little queer, and we're here. No HBO. Shout out to the show. We're here on HBO, but not this. Come on, can't be tamed. Molly Cyrus out here now. I'm Jan. She said, "Not this." She ended the live. They were shooting in Jan neighborhood. She was like, uh, I am Jan from RuPaul's Drag Race. Not this. It ended their life. So. Um, but what are we talking about first today? Um, first, I will give our affirmation this week. Our affirmation is the end of every road is only an off-ramp to another highway. Don't take your um your foot off the pedal. Turn the music up and keep on cruising. That is our affirmation this week. Amen. Our icebreaker this week is um, what are your best memories of 2021? Um, well, this time I got to talk about in therapy on Friday. Um, I don't really feel like I had any good moments of 2021. I guess I enjoyed being off work. The days when I was off work, and I ain't have to put no pants on. Child, it was good days. The days when I ain't have to go outside and encounter people not wearing masks. So you wait on the, the lockdown to come back again. Period. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Mm-mm. The CDC said five days for healthcare workers. And now everybody on my phone told some, they're trying to kill us. Yes. The hospitals don't care about y'all being sick. As long as you're asymptomatic, just keep working on the floor. So I'm going to give COVID to all people, all the patients on the unit. And they're like three staff members because we all eat lunch together at 1130. How does that work? The school, okay. they want in-person school so much. So it was a Good bright 2021 for you. <laughs> yes. Sun, sunshine. Uh. Days I didn't have to wear pants. <laughs> Uh, my wedding happened this year finally 
bam, 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 I got. Right, well, so I was already, I was already well, technically married, but I had a formal wedding this year, and um, I had the people that I love, um, that love me, um, there to support me. Um, uh, very few of them because I still believe in COVID. And um, it was a very, 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 very special day that uh, I'll cherish my whole life. And so that was probably the biggest and best thing of 2021 for me. Um, I also had a book come out this year. So um, I'm off the rest. Uh, (laughs) Like, what's her name? Uh, What's her name on Girlfriends? I'm off the rest. Lynn? Because she was doing everything except for working a job, child. No. Um, the one that Jabari, Jabari Mama. Tony Chaps? No. Jabari oh, Maya. Mama. <laughs> Maya. Maya. <laughs> what she came out with. Oh, hell no. In the oh, hell show. no. And, and she turned it to, oh, hell yes. Oh, hell yes. That was her yes. book. And, and so <laughs> I did the same thing. I have a book of affirmations <laughs> that I came out with this year. I, I said, oh, hell yes. And so I came out, my book came out this year. I started with uh, my second book, and hopefully it'll come out next year. So um, I had some positive things in 2021, but I can understand that 2021 looked very, very bleak for a lot of people. Um, but you got to find um, the silver lining in the motherfucker. You just got to, um, because you at least learned something in 2021. If nothing else, you learned um, something about yourself, something about the world, and something about other people around you, if nothing else. So that is our that. icebreaker this week. You still, you still want to hang, hang on to your pants? Oh, I don't have pants on right now. This platform is an audio, so chill. Praise the Lord, saints. <laughs> okay. Merry Christmas. Um, we're in the middle of Kwanzaa. Um, the New Year's coming. We are, we are. Um, so as always, we always end the year with our Gay Olympics episode. You guys, if you have been listening to us for all five seasons of Here for a Podcast, you will know that we end with our Gay Olympics episode where we highlight some of the greatest things um, that we thought of of the year. Um, and I'll start off with the sexiest man alive. So People Magazine came out with a, um, they called it a magazine cover of um, Paul Rudd as the sexiest man alive. Paul Rudd is Ant-Man, if you don't know who Paul Rudd is. Uh, I can't even know, I can't even think of what to tell y'all. Uh what else he's in? He was in a Halloween movie. Um, but Paul like Rudd. a Halloween with the man who wears the mask, or he was just in a Halloween movie because it was October the thirtieth. What were you trying to say? Yeah, Halloween like with Michael Myers. Oh, okay. He was in one of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Paul Rudd is the most basic uh, dad bod, regular looking ass nigga that you have ever seen in life, and they were like, "Ooh, sexiest man alive." So um, I was like, okay, I guess there was just nothing else that we had to pick from this whole year. Everybody else was just ugly. Um, My nominees for Sexiest Man Alive, obviously, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, Slade, all year long, Um, Jay Ellis, Shout out to the Lawrence Hive and Henry Cavill. Those are my nominees for the sexiest man alive. Um, I just sent you a Twitter DM. Did you get my Twitter DM? Yes, but I'm professional enough to be uh, trying to do this. Well, this man, and then I sent you something on Facebook. You ain't on Facebook. So what you trying to say? You don't like <laughs> social media no more? No, I don't. I'm trying to so to do a show and not be on social media while I'm doing the show. Oh, well, child, good luck if I swing my ponytail back. Um, there's this actor named Lucien Laviscount. Um, I have a, no clue what he was in. It says he's known for Bye Bye Man. What is that? I don't know. 
Um, he's in something that's in pre-production. Uh, something else I ain't never seen. Uh, I don't know, but he's cute. So, uh, sexist man alive. He definitely. So you nominating a, a person that you have never even actually seen in motion. <laughs> no, nothing about. <laughs> and you know that's, nothing that's, about him. Period. I read his IMDb like, damn, I really picked somebody crazy. Um, but I also have two people: Venom actor. Tom Hardy. When I looked up his name with the word shirt, shirtless, Tom Hardy looked good with his shirt off. Oh, that's yeah, why they Tom. picked him to be Venom, because mm, it could be my poison. Um, and then I picked Will Smith because when the girl when it was the beginning of 2021, when he uploaded himself for them picture in the picture of them Calvin Klein's all the things, I was like, I'm on my weight loss journey. And the girls were gagging. They was like, I'll take Will Smith like this. I'll take Will Smith like this. And then I was like, wow, the girls are really turned on. So, like, is Will Smith the sexiest man to them? Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I think I all three of these, I think you are trying to um, punk me with all three of these. <laughs> uh, the girls wanted dead bots. Okay, that's what I'm saying with Paul Rudd. I was like, is that is that what we're trying to say is the sexiest thing of 2021, regular and dead? Because everybody was just at home in 2021? Okay, that's that's what makes a, a person the sexiest person. I thought you had to be actually sexy. What happened to that? Tequila. Oh, Okay, so I'm gonna chop. I'm going I'm gonna chop your Lucien guy, um, because nobody knows who that is, and we only we can't even we can't even have a point of reference for that. So I'm gonna chop him. Uh, you can chop one of mine. Tell me once again. I wasn't listening. See, Yaya J Ellis Henry. What Yaya won? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay. I, I was just gonna, you know, I was gonna play the game and and you know make it equal and fair. But I mean, I know who the, what the answer. Shout out is. to Morpheus, he won. Shout out to Morpheus. Shout out to Candyman. The nigga is booked <laughs> and got two more movies he's doing right now. The nigga is booked. He turned down the, the sequel to something. <clears throat> yeah, the nigga is booked. Um, booked, blessed, and. Mm. I'm just I'm saved and married so I'm just gonna I'm gonna let y'all imaginations go with that but yeah yeah mm. um next the best gay scene in a movie slash TV show would be your nominees I only have one and it's I was listening back to the older um Gay Olympics episode and it seems like Slate TV almost always ends up in my in my arena somewhere. Oh, it's like a deep breath too hard. COVID. And so um their latest show for the boys shows oh, yeah. this film guy and um in the subway his titty cut out. I was like, Lord, he's fish. Um and supp- allegedly they just do. I was like, well. I don't know about the casting for this one. But, you know, they were having a conversation one night in the subway about how when you've been single and independent for so long, um, you find it difficult when somebody comes into your life and say, like, they want to love you and all of you. Um, And so he was asking for the trade to be patient with him because um, he sees what's going on. He likes it, but it's just going to take him more time than the trade is willing to give to get there. Um, and as a person who identifies with that, um, it really does. I feel like that's why a lot of my stuff has failed, especially with pandemic dating, Jesus Christ, superstar. Um, needing someone to be patient with you when trying to date, it seems like um, they'll do a week and a half of conversation, but like they're like, Okay, but like next Thursday though, you need to be ready to get smashed. And I'm like, I'm not that type of girl. <laughs> I am you mean, not that you know, you're not that type of girl in 2021. <laughs> That's what you mean to say because, I mean, there was some other years. So uh, that scene about being patient, being patient when dating was really good for me. Um, and and Coleman Domingo, who I talked about, is one of my previous Sixties Men Alive nominees. Um, just pick. And it's going to produce it and take the show to TV. So I'm like, oh, look at that. A web series going to TV. 
Okay. Yeah, I I liked it. Um, there there was multiple moments, um, in that production that I really really liked. Um, my nominees for best gay scene is um, uh, Adam and Eric, um, on Sex Education on Netflix. Um, I really really like their chemistry and their pseudo, um pseudo sex scenes and awkwardness um so i think it's a good representation of interracial dating where you know the white man is kind of he's safe and asking questions instead of like oh i know everything blah 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 and um i think it's a a, a good um model for that kind of dating, especially in, you know, these younger couples because interracial dating is happening a lot more. So Adam and Eric on Sex Education on Netflix um, and um, B-Boy Blues. I don't know the names of the characters. I forgot the names of the characters. Mitchell and Pookie. Okay, is Mitchell it and Mitchell? Pookie. It, was, it started with an M. It said my notes somewhere else, but I think his name was Mitchell. Oh, okay. Well, you nominated him for something else. Mitchell but, and Pookie. This is what it is. Uh-huh. Okay, but Mitchell and Pookie, every time they were in the bed, um, topless, and it was blue light on them, and they were just dark-skinned, oiled up, I was like, ooh. And not even just in a sexual way, it just looked beautiful. It was it, it was the opposite of, oh, you can't put blue light on black girls. It was like, this is how you put blue light on black girls. <laughs> um, and I'm a fan of James Earl Hardy already. Um, so um, both of those scenes to me were the best gay scenes on in movies and or TV in 2021. Mitchell and Pookie won. Oh, flat. They were secretly on, they are on here, but I was like, I know you're going to talk about B-Boy Blues, so I just proposed one, so, because I'm like, I know he got them on there, too. I mean, it's undeniable, so. I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of TV, I just wanted to make sure we said a quick word. We lost Pose and Insecure in the same year. So, R.I.P. Um, hopefully something else is in production because before Pose and Insecure came along, we didn't, we didn't expect nothing and we was like, well, I guess we just watched this white shit and then something black came along and then something gay came along and then we had stuff to watch. And so hopefully something is in production where we will have something else that will be filling the void of Pose and filling the void of Insecure. So, um, I don't want to say. What are your R. thoughts on? Go ahead. What are your thoughts on Harlem on Amazon Prime? Because you know they have a a black queer woman um in tech, and she's she uh, doing a lot of things. Did you enjoy Harlem? I liked Harlem. Um, it seemed too short for me. Um, like I feel like I I was able to watch it in like two days. And nobody else was talking about it. So I felt like I was in a vacuum about watching it. So I didn't get the same feeling of when I was watching Pose or when I was watching Insecure. Like, and watching Pose and watching Insecure, I feel like a community. Like, other people are watching mm-hmm. it with me week to week. We all are waiting for it. And we all can talk about it on Twitter and or Facebook or whatever. Um, Harlem was in a very small vacuum and it just seemed like not many people watched it. I really liked it though. Um I like seeing Megan Good stuff out of her um her church girl persona. So that was cute. Um I think that they did Harlem justice where in the heights whitewashed the heights. <laughs> What's our next category? <laughs> Before I get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> best porn flick. 
What you got? So I'm finna go on a rant. I got multiple. I got three things here. So the the it seems that there's a theme. It continues to be the number one theme that pisses off the black gays is when a top that the girls have fantasized over bottoms. So Kyle Levine bottomed for S. Raheem. And the girls, yes, and the girls were bamboozled. There was a whole, we've been lied to, we've been tricked. Twitter had a whole thing. And then the 40 and up gays, they were like, y'all gonna learn one day all these fantasies that y'all holding on to. You gotta let some of this shit go when you get our age. Um, well, I knew Kyle Levine was already versed, but I knew he didn't. Shut up, myself. Okay, and so essentially, <laughs> um, this man named Mr. Bolden, I don't follow him, but apparently he followed for he bottomed for somebody named Jay Knight, and mm. I have no clue who that is either. But they made headlines, and so Mr. Bolden had to put out a statement. He was say, I don't know if it was sixteen or seventeen, but he had to put out a statement that when he first moved to D.C. He was trying to get to know people, and this J Knight person approached him like in the club or on an app or something, and he didn't know it was J Knight, but he was feeling the vibes. So he bottomed for J Knight, and then he later became Mr. Bolden, who was this. He topped all the girls in slave. I guess he Jack Rabbit Killer. What's the name? He Fat Rabbit Killers the girls, or it's Mr. Bolden more demure with his stroke. Do you think? Uh, they're very similar. So, Mr. Bowden said for Jay Knight to uh, pull this old queen stunt of, like, bringing something from the past, and, you know, he did something before, and try to bring it up to use against him was a punk move. And so, oh. the girls were still mad because Mr. Bowden had bottomed for Jay Knight. And so, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know. I don't, one, I don't know who these two people are. I know Mr. Bolden's name, but I don't watch his videos. I don't know who J9 is, but he's a girl too. And the last one is not a girl. And this one breaks in my personal heart. This is why I saved it for last. Straight porn performer Flash Brown earlier this fall uploaded a picture of him sucking a fat white man's penis. And I was like, a penis. Uh, not the dude from Black. You know, like the porn company Black. You know, that I was putting with the blood, eighteen-year-old white girls. And all of a sudden, he's sucking this white man's dick, and he was like, "I'm gonna, I gotta be honest with my followers. This is what I'm out here doing." Oh, he's bisexual. And then he uh deleted that video once he got two or three days worth of pushback, and then he uploaded a piece of him in some red Savage by Fenty. Mm-hmm. Lingerie lace mm-hmm. and show his hole, mm-hmm. and he was like, he needs somebody to come eat it. And I was like, but you're a straight porn performer. This is like ruining the fantasy. So now this is where my fantasy is ruined because I'm like, oh, Kyle Levine bought him. Cool. Um, but to see Flash Brown, so it's a clip of that eight. because I'm because I mean this is the best porn clip. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like, is that the clip or you mean the story? <laughs> The the storyline of him coming out, he's 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 antagonizing me. <laughs> I feel personally attacked, okay. and I didn't talk about this on my podcast. Okay. But somehow, like tops becoming bottoms is a thing that's that's still the number one way to piss the girls off. Or maybe they were never. That's a... they were never Kyle Levine's. <clears throat> You know, we don't have enough time on this episode. I feel like we've, we've beat that dead horse for five years, and I'm not going to uh, stomp her ass no more. Um, I like those. Um, I don't have a best porn clip for this year because I didn't find no porn good in 2021. Um, I just I just rewatched all the old shit, all my old favorites. And so if I had to nominate one, it's this one where um, Ace Rockwood is like fucking this girl and um, he like doing her froggy style and the cameraman like literally is in his asshole. <laughs> like the camera is right on Brian Pumper's asshole while he's fucking her froggy style. 
And you can see you said Ace Rockwood, then you said Brian Pumper. So you mean oh, Ace Rockwood? Wait, wait, yeah. I meant oh, see, mm, I'm mixing them up. It's the one video of the year. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean Brian Pumper is what I mean. Oh, okay, Brian Pumper. Um, but I'm sure Ace Rockwood has similar videos. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen a similar video. I'm gonna nominate Ace Rockwood too. There you go. I'm gonna have two nominees. <laughs> well, I know, I know that nigga got some nasty ass videos with somebody with the camera right in his asshole. He and he sucking dick at also as well. You know what? Because Ace Rockwood sucked dick and Brian Pumper. I think Brian Pumper sucked dick, but he don't suck dick. He on probably camera. flashed around on the low. He probably sucked dick off camera too. <clears throat> okay, so those are my two nominees. Uh, before I uh, get. <laughs> I'm like, girl, we gotta Off call topic. you back. Um, <laughs> uh, so Ace I Rockwood do and Brian Pumper, but I'm gonna go with your girl. I, I'm I'm gonna switch teams because I I, I like the story of uh, Homegirl and the Lingerie. And I was gonna go flip and go with yours because I like when the cameraman know what he be doing. Like mm-hmm. when the net Turner is, uh, you know, net Turner got a fat ass. So like, zoom yes. on around there. Pretend I'm like, get if the you don't get the camera out that bitch face, move the camera out that bitch face. I don't care about her hollering. Go around the back. Go around the back <laughs> and let me see what, what's really going on. Shit, I don't care about this. Ah, ah, ah. Shut up. Move. Go around the back. Go around the back. Damn. <laughs> so, I actually want to pick yours. I don't like mine no more. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't like mine no more. I like yours. Okay, so, so Brian Pupper. Brian Pupper, you are the winner. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, and um, anybody who's uh, doing the amateur stuff in recording, take notes. Always go around the back. Go around the back. <laughs> Just around the river, man. Do a Pocahontas, though, y'all. Period. Uh, next is our icon slash humanitarian. Uh, icon in the making slash humanitarian award. Oh, um, I will nominate first AJ King. Uh, AJ King is the founder of Breaking Ground, which is an LGBTQ uh, play uh, that uh, occurs annually that covers all types of stories, uh, real stories of LGBT uh, people in different circumstances and situations. Uh, He is the former vice president president of Impulse Group DC. He's a social worker and he's a change agent for visibility in multiple communities. Uh, So I nominate AJ King. Um, He is an icon in the making and a humanitarian. Um, I also would like to nominate Samson McCormick. Um, He is a amazing comedian who has been in the game over 15 years. Um, done many movies, TV shows, touring, um, you name it, he's done it. He has been out loud and proudly gay for as long as anybody else has been doing comedy, especially any, any, any no, it, there are no other gay comedians doing it like he does and has done it as, as long as he does. Um, so... Um, both of them are icons in the making and humanitarians um, already, but I would like to nominate both of them for this award. Well, my nominee is Zaya Wade, um, Dwayne Wade, and um, Gabrielle Union's child. Um, has created a lot of conversation in barbershops about in- via their Instagram posts and the way that they choose to live their life as a 14-year-old child. Um, including your personal fave, Lil Boosie. <laughs> uh, we'll get there. <laughs> We're going to get into some things. Um, so, you know, I I was um, excited to nominate Zaya, but um, definitely I have personally called AJ King at like 2 in the morning. I said, I have someone on the other line who needs to be connected to care. I have someone who's scared and weary chill down and out and aj king has always been there and always answered the phone and always helped um and does great things so um i support um aj king taking the crown aj king you are the icon in the making and the humanitarian of the year for here for a podcast come get your award later 
Um, and shout out to Zia Wade and shout out to Samson McCormick. And definitely. Um, all right. So I said we were gonna get into some shit, and here we go. <laughs> y'all wanted to, y'all wanted to get to it, so here we go. Are we gonna talk about Justice Smollett now? <clears throat> Stunt of the year. <laughs> Number one on my list is Justice Smollett. <laughs> okay, well you but want you your go. list? To, you want you, you your list or my list? You go. Okay, my list is um, Gorilla Girl, Gorilla Glue Girl tried it this year um, for no reason. Uh, the Free Jesse Smollett movement worked. That's also my nominee for Stun of the Year. Um, and Drag Race has cast a cishet white man as the stunt of the year. So those are my three stunts of the year. So Gorilla Glue Girl pulled a stunt. Jesse Smollett pulled a stunt and got off. And Drag Race pulled a stunt and cast a cishet. So the Gorilla Glue girl announced that she was releasing a moisturizer or a shampoo or something. She was like, oh, girl, since the Gorilla Glue girl shampoo, moisturizer, conditioner, whatever she, her product was, I have she never two been in the better. <laughs> and then she uploaded another video like a month later, like, y'all, all my hair is falling out. And I was like, wait, you can't by releasing a hair care product after you have suffered and then suffer from using your own products. <laughs> like, why am I supposed to buy this bullshit if your goddamn hair is in pieces and shampoos and shit? Girl. Well, and who the fuck was looking um, to Gorilla Glue Girl to buy hair products? You don't make good decisions in the first goddamn place. I, you think I'm going to make product decisions with you? So she, th- this all happened this year. This has been a long fucking year. She put Gorilla Glue in her hair this year. Her hair had could come out, we didn't got the um GoFundMe up for this um young lady, and now she didn't come back with another business and her hair done fell out again, all in 2021, <laughs> the year of our Lord and Savior. Her hair has fell out twice. Two stunts in a year for this bitch. Two times for the birthday girl. Well, I only have like a little cute fun contribution to um stunt of the year. Back when Pride Month, there was this video of this white girl on TikTok. And this starts with, hi, gay. Happy Pride Month. We are sashaying away with Jill's. We are gagging for you to come try. I think that that was cute. That was a cute little stunt to go viral on TikTok for Pride Month. And I support that, um, that specific video. I hope that young white lady did not do anything else to be problematic. But stunt of the year, when she went viral during Pride Month, she said, Hi, gay. We are sashaying away with deals for you. I thought that video was cute and fun. And, but Jesse Smollett was first on my list. Uh, um, so it's either Jesse or the Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> it really could be a tie for me because um, <laughs> Homegirl pulled two stunts. I mean, so that's a double whammy. But the way Jesse, he got away with his stunt, I'm like, hmm, damn. He paid the $10,000 bail, and he did the community service, but then for it to be washed. And he also directed B-Boy Blues. So Then he turned around and said, "Uh -uh, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm still finna appeal. And then he released B-Boy Blues two weeks before his trial started. Baby, the jury was picked (laughs) before the movie came out. (laughs) So I... I He tried. He tried. Stun of the year. Just Jesse Smollett as a person. The whole year was a stunt for him as a person. Jesse Smollett, stun of the year. Come get your prize, girl. <laughs> the whole year. Come get your Woo. prize. The whole year. Back with some stunt of the motherfucking year. Um, and next, my favorite category. My favorite, favorite, favorite category. Throw her the motherfucker away. Throw her away. Slash, she tried it. This is the award where we throw. Sarah McCain left the view. Hold on. Sarah McCain left the view. (laughs) That's number one on my list. I'm I'm, like, let me get there. Megan McCain has been a mainstay on this list for three straight years. (laughs) I went back and did the research. We have nominated Megan McCain for three straight years. 
for throw her, her out away. of here. And we finally got our ass <laughs> the fuck out of here. I don't know what like incantation. I don't know what incantation we had we had done, but we finally got Megan McCain's ass out of here. But I'm still nominating her ass because she did some wild shit in, in this year. So um, I'm nominating her ass to be thrown away, even though she got thrown away from her her main job. Um, she still needs to continue to be thrown away, um, definitely for the last few days we got it this year. And I don't want to see her ass in 2022 at all. Um, Lil Boosie, throw her away. I don't know why we're keeping recycled toilet paper around. Throw her away. That shit is at 10:49 p.m. at the BET Awards. <clears throat> Lil Nas X kissed the man in the mouth at the end of his performance. So like there was nothing gay during the whole. <laughs> there was like there was nothing gay, like the, there was nothing gay before the kiss part. <laughs> and Lil Boosie responds, "There were kids watching, sweetie. It's Sunday night at 10:49 p.m. They ain't got no kitchen set because y'all don't want the little boys to uh, learn how to cook. They." they what are y'all doing? The kids should be in bed anyway. So it was kids watching. So did City Girls not perform? What what's going on? Like like all the other people that performed, and I don't even want to bring them into it because it ain't even about them. But like, so Lil Nas X has did the most risque thing that night. Uh, get out of here. Uh, and it went on and on for the whole year. Lil Boosie did not stop. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. He did not stop all year, and I mean, I could just go on a tangent for 20 minutes of all the shit that Lil Boosie has said and or done. Um, uh, also, the uh, baby. Uh, mm, he had pledged his allegiance to the HIV community and talked to HIV organizations um, and repented for saying, like, at some festival, Rolling Loud that mm-hmm. the people were sucking dick in the cars and they had HIV, something to that effect. So I'm really paraphrasing generally. Um, and so I was like, what? And then he went on his apology tour and released a video that nobody watched. Um, it's just... Uh, and then Homegirl took her... Um, Dua Lipa took his ass off that goddamn song. Let's, let's get physical or something like that. She levitate. said, I do not know the man Levitate it was. She like, I do not know that man that I met. Uh, Sorry to that man. I would by like Mundy. By Mundy. There was a radio edit without his ass on it. So, shout out to the producer who was skew it, skew it late Sunday night and sent it to the record label to get approved. And that's the only uh, version that we uh, listened to. Acknowledged. <laughs> And I really didn't even really know that song before now, but I rock with it now. <laughs> I gave it to Spence just for GP. Sorry. Sorry to that man. But no, I'm not sorry to the baby, though, because the baby can yeah. get the, the lost. Um, and people... Is he not already lost? <laughs> That's the joke. He's already lost. The Lord looking for him. Tequila is kicking the Lord looking for. Uh, and last but not least, people who wear their masks under their uh, nose or and or wrong. Um, I would like to throw them away in 2021 because y'all are getting on my motherfucking nerves. Just say, just don't wear it. Just be like, girl, I don't care. Okay. Stay away from me. Six feet. Go over there. Sneeze, cough, die. Whatever. But the, these people with the shit all hanging off the side of their face and halfway putting it on and the made up some shit to put on instead of a mask. Girl, what are you doing? What are you doing? Do you just. They have been so. It has been so annoying all fucking year seeing these people when I go outside because I haven't been going outside much. Um, and when I do go outside and see these people, I really just, if I wasn't scared that the motherfuckers was already infected, I would tap them on the shoulder and ask them questions. But I would like to throw their ass away in 2021. Um, and so those are my nominees for throw her ass away in 2021. 
And I'm not afraid to just open up the um, garbage bin and throw all their motherfucking asses away. <clears throat> well, we know who the winner is, but I'm going to go through it because I wrote a paragraph on that. So you know I'll be right. Descriptive, detailed. So uh, I have to say allegedly because um, I don't know the details about the conviction. So allegedly, porn performer official tape. He stayed some crap. Remember when he was fighting um, J.D. Blackstone that year and uh, Rico Pruitt? <laughs> so now official Tay, allegedly, according to the uh, Atlanta News, because I watched the report twice, he was speed racer chasing down the E-way and uh, zoom zoomed his ass onto the shoulder where some lady would have broken down Chevrolet. No, let me... I, Chevrolets be breaking down. Y'all got to be careful with these Chevrolets. Um, and knocked her off the bridge, and she fell, and it had like practically every bone in her body broke. And so, um, and of course, the he girl, walked away from this shit. <laughs> well, he was silent for like a day or so, and then a GoFundMe popped up for the young lady. And then the news reported some young man, I think it's his biological name is like Herschel or Herbert. Or it's some old name. It's probably Herschel because it's older. Uh, There's like Herschel Matthews or whatever his biological name is. And the girl's like, bitch, is that not official tape from uh, Dark Shift Twitter? And so the girl started to go, the girl's family started to go find me for her because she's an IC with broken bones. So she literally can't type or say nothing. And then somebody allegedly claiming to be official Tay's mother started to go find me for him as well. It's like, so people on Twitter were like, so there's an official go find me for the girl that he knocked over the bridge. So her demise, well, she lived to, well, to her downfall. Not, no pun intended at all, because it's not funny. But, or him, because he need his medical bills paid. And the girl's like, uh, the, the girl's on Twitter, and I believe it was official Tay's mother, um, a day after the GoFundMe, he got back on Twitter and said that everything that we've heard was a lie. Um, and not to believe everything we see. But the news program had dashboard cam of this car going left, right, left, right, left, right. And then it cuts out. And so I'm like, well, how did 11 Alive at uh, WNB, whatever the Atlanta station is, how did they get all this footage? So... When it comes to, like, throw her away, like, I don't like that Tay is in something every single year that goes by, even when we're supposed to be in the house. Why are you on the E-Way acting like you Fast 9 before Fast 9 come out? Fast, According fast to the 10. <laughs> fast forward. So, I just... <laughs> fast forward. Like we talked about in the beginning. But, like, I don't know, but Lil Boosie, throw her away. Megan McCain, okay. we finally got her out of here because when asked what made her resign, she said when Whoopi told her to shut up, she didn't see that coming, and she knew that there was a change in the culture, and she needed to leave the table. Good. And I was like, mm, the matriarch of the table got your ass out of here, <laughs> and you know it, and you know it, and you're mad, and you're mad. I think Whoopi told her ass to shut up twice this year. I think she told her to shut up <clears throat> like once, like nice, and then the other one she was like, "I just need you to stop talking." <laughs> <laughs> and she just couldn't take. She couldn't take. Oh, I had postpartum. Okay, but that don't give you a right to be a bitch at work. Um. Anyway, so Megan McCain is already thrown away. So we gonna throw a little Boosie away and um. We're going to leave the recycling bin open for the baby and uh, uh, the Tay girl. <clears throat> and that is our gay Olympics this year. Um, if you guys can think of any topics that we did not cover, uh, anybody that we should have awarded for some things, some outrageous or horrendous things that happened this year, uh, please tweet us over at Here for a Pod on Twitter. Um, I have a song for my soul, and um, it goes a little something like this. Here we do it. <laughs> Can I get to the yams? Sweet 
Yams, show me the way, cause I got bills to pay. I'm not gonna sing no more because I want the copyright claims. But can I get to the yams? I just love the way. <laughs> I just love the way that the, the energy of that song. Um, and the first time I heard it, I was listening to Silk Sonic's album, and then Silk Sonic's album went off, and it was like the next song that title played, and I thought it was Silk Sonic, and I was like, "Oh, they actually got a good song on here. What is this?" <laughs> and it was not a Silk Sonic song. Uh, so, um, I love the energy of the song. Um, I don't for a hundred percent sure know whether the song is really about sex or about drugs. Um, it could be about both, but can I get to the yams? Sweet (laughs) yams, show me the way. And that's all y'all gonna get. Um, Yams by uh, Mateo and Devin Morrison, 2021. Uh, that is my jam, my end of the year jam. So I have a poem because I actually picked a good song this week. I feel, <laughs> and when I hear when I read through this poem, I want you to tell me your thoughts. Yours, mine, ours. I could do this for hours. Sit and talk to you for hours. I want to give you your flowers and some champagne showers. Order shrimp and lobster towers. It's me that gets devoured. Ooh, when you do what you do, I'm empowered. You give me a superpower. Together, the world could be hours. You sit me up on the counter. Instantly, it's thunder showers. Storming for a couple hours. When we finish, take a shower. I could do this for hours and hours and hours. I could do this for hours and hours and hours. I was like, yes, ma'am, little girl. Uh, Miss Not Mina, little girl. Uh, <laughs> Muni, M, <laughs> not the way she talking. M-U-N-I Long, Muni Long has a song called Hours and Hours. And I was like, she wrote the fuck out of that. Uh, oh, I thought you, I, I, when you said poetry, I thought it really was poetry. I was like, oh, okay. This sounds like a honeymoon. <laughs> and she was like, uh, when you see me on the counter, it's thunder showers, storming for a couple hours. And when we finish, take a shower. I was like, oh, this is going to get that dick playlist for whenever. <laughs> Two years. Well, it, 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 it'll be 2021, apparently, at this moment. <laughs> no COVID. I have not had no dick in two years, but whatever that moment happens, I'll do it for hours. In hours, in hours, just in case my test could be positive five days later. Um, so hours and hours by Muni Long. Talk about throw her away, CDC. <laughs> um she had me at shrimp and lobster towers. <laughs> like, ooh. Damn, this is uh... She went down to the uh, fish she market. To, and, yeah, this is better than Red Lobster. They don't even have lobster towers there. Hmm. So we're going to have a meal first or after. So she had me. Well, she's had a receipt. So, so allegedly, yeah. So. I don't know. You can still do butt stuff. That's what Kelly said. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you got a plan. So now it's time for our here for us. What you got? Um, this year, I'm excited that RuPaul picked the same girls that I picked all year long on American Drag Race. I don't know what happened on them other, them other countries. Um, I didn't, I didn't watch all that other stuff, but over here on the American Drag won Races. UK won UK and the girl that should have won Canada to meet won Canada. Okay. Now, okay. the languages I don't speak, I don't know nothing about. No, I don't know nothing about none of them anyway. <clears throat> but um, Queen Simone and Queen Kylie won this year's Drag Race and um, All-Stars Drag Race, respectively. And I'm absolutely here for it. 
Um, RuPaul actually made great decisions there. Um, now, what she's doing with this hit, this cis hat mill in 2022, we'll see. Y'all big for inclusion. Uh, I have a rant. Y'all big for trans inclusion. Trans inclusion. It should be inclusive. It should be inclusive. So he gave y'all trans girls. Shout out to the girl that we discussed when the pictures came out. Uh, I can't remember her name. I'm horrible with names. The Kay. trans girl that we both agree. That it's a high Carrie Kobe, I think her name is, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of cheese. I was like, why would she pick cheese as her last name? But anyway, it's uh, a family name. So she's a farmer. All right. So, um, and somebody else, and they're a good trans person too, a chocolate woman. Is it cornbread or is it girl uh, who had the earring? Cornbread or jambalaya? One, one of the cornbread jambalaya. Jambalaya. Strands. Jambalaya. <laughs> jambalaya is a beautiful black queen. Praise the Lord for everything he has done for me in 2021, including this announcement that she's Andrea Grace. Okay, so then they're like, well, since the girls want inclusive, sprinkle this on it. <laughs> like, girl, I, we didn't need this in the cornbread. We did not need this in the cornbread. Y'all always trying to add something to the dish. <laughs> it literally, it literally feels like when white people add raisins to potato salad. What are you? But y'all doing? wanted inclusivity. Y'all we wanted want- it so they. No, 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 no. Inclusivity means in spaces where you are not being included. That's what inclusivity. White men are included everywhere. Since that white men have space everywhere. This is not a space that they need to occupy also. We need to have some spaces where it can just be the LGBTQ community. Because there, there is been thirteen, there there, there are fourteen thousand no shows where the whole cast is cishet white, 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 and now we got the yes, we got the one show that has platformed over three hundred queens. I'm talking about American because I don't know what the the mother country's doing. Um, that are LGBTQ. This is the one show. I just talked about Pose being the only other show, and she just got canceled this year. We can't even look. I ain't going to call the other one because, girl. And the Black Gay Man got the most award nominations instead of the, the four trans women that it was about. Another topic for another day. Um... <laughs> I mean, like, there's problems. But what I am here for is Simone and Kylie. And six all-stars, and there's one cis hit man. So when you say that the white man has been included on RuPaul's Drag Race, the cis hit white man has not been included. And since y'all want inclusivity, y'all have to be excited about this, too. No, we don't. I'm not, but I'm, I'm just a plant devil's advocate. Oh, okay. Well, well you go on <laughs> over there with the devil then, but... Over here um, on Common Sense Land, I know that white men, cishet white men get to take up space a whole bunch of places every fucking where else, and I would like them to not be able to take up space over here. I'm hoping that she is the first queen to go home. Hopefully, honestly. Okay, are you here for anything And so I'm here for that. I'm here for that also. I'm I'm here for the cishet girl going home first in 2022. (laughs) So a quick round, quick fire round. Um, Britney Spears is free from her conservatorship, praise the Lord, and dragging her family on Instagram, including her mother and her sister. She said, like they they, <laughs> she said they better fear the day that she get a TV interview. I said, now this is my kind of carrying on, Britney Jean Spears from Louisiana. <laughs> give it, give me the mess. Um, Kylie Sonique Love slang is trans representation on RuPaul's Drag Race. Call Andy, Andy Cohen. <laughs> that would be the interviewer. Don't call Diane Sawyer. <laughs> she wants Oprah. Britney has already said she wants Oprah. Okay. Um, Press Secretary Jen Psaki is the best that I've seen in a while. Because, Lord, you know we have four years of that other mess. Um, and when Fox News come and they're trying to change the narrative of the White House, Jen Psaki gets 
all of those girls together. I don't know if it's the left wing or the right wing. I don't see what I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. But Jen Saki get those conservatives together when they be trying to change the narrative. No, she so. fucks CNN up too. <laughs> no, no, no. It ain't just it ain't just the conservatives. She fucks CNN up too. Um, I have a question. Simone Sanders stepped down as vice president. Um, Kamala Harris, senior advisor, and. Um, what's going on with that? I think there needs to be an investigation. I think we need to look, we need to take the socks off. We need to look under the toenails because there's something going on under there. Is there a fungus in the Kamala Harris, um, staffing house? I don't know what's going on in the HR there, but why would Simone Sanders step down? That's upsetting me. Um, and my homegirl, are you upset homegirl? No, she's the vice president of the United States. Uh, and I'm absolutely here for her, and um, she might have fired the bitch and just told her, hey, you can resign if you want to. Uh, when she checked Charlemagne the other day, that was almost my here for it as well, but I <laughs> I was trying to take the high road. So she cussed Charlemagne's ass out uh, the other day. and But know. then it turns out that it does look like Joe Manchin is running the country, because like when it was like Thursday, Friday... That aired on Comedy Central, and on Sunday, Joe Manchin went on Fox News at 8, 9 a.m. Who the fuck gets up that early on a Sunday to go to Fox News and say, well, girl, I just can't get behind this. And then breaking news on State of the Union with Jake Tapper is, girl, I guess just fuck all my whole out for the next hour. We got to get responses to Joe Manchin going on Fox News saying fuck the Democrats and their agenda. And I was just, and then so they had to call Ayanna Presley to get up out the bed. She don't need a wig because, you know, she going through it. And then they had to call um, the New York girl, AOC, to get her immediate. I was like, oh, my gosh, Joe Manchin, I really just wanted this Sunday to be really cute. But because Charlemagne asked Kamala, who's running the country, Joe I have to say Joe Biden, Joe Biden or Joe Manchin. Now my weekend is ruined. And like Vice President Kamala Harris said, Joe Biden is president. Well, this was supposed to be a quick fire round, but yeah, okay. But where's Simone Sanders? I liked I liked her on CNN. And you know, I always giggle at her Black History Month video with her and Don Lemon and uh, Angela Wright. I always giggle at that video when I see it. She was like, um, so-and-so didn't go to bed for Black History Week, which turned into Black History Month for who had fucked up? Somebody had fucked up and was trying to fuck up Black History Month. But anyway, and my last one is book bans. Why, girls, when we were taking y'all statues down, Confederate statues down two or three years ago, y'all was demanding American history be told because Confederate America was part of American history. So now how come when we say, well, let's talk about slavery. But, uh, 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 take all those books down. We, uh, we don't need to be teaching critical race theory. Girl, that was Tuesday, June 1970. What year that was in Texas? When Juneteenth happened when the black people just found out <laughs> they was free because they found out late because it wasn't no Instagram. So what y'all mean? Y'all don't want to teach that part of black history. But the black Americans have already decided, fuck July 4th, baby. Our Independence Day is Juneteenth. But y'all don't want to talk about that. That's critical race theory. Oh, well, let's talk about the LGBTQ experience in America. Not even from way back then. Let's talk about growing up being gay, child, in 93. Y'all want to ban George Johnson's book? He talked about what it was like for him growing up in this America in this lifetime. What the fuck are y'all talking about? I'm the fuck not here for it. And so Gabrielle Union tweeted, well, what they going to do when the TV show come out? Because Gabrielle Union is producing the TV show for George Johnson's book. And I was watching some interview. I think it was Stephen Colbert. Dwayne Wade said, well, you know, my wife, she's a bigger star than me. And he's a former NBA All-Star, NBA player. And his wife is an A-list actress. And what she's chosen to do is start her production company. And she's investing in the black LGBT community and telling our stories. So you white motherfuckers, what y'all going to do when the TV show come out? 
and um, those are the things I am here for. Shout out to Brittany Jean Spears and the things I am not here for. On this here episode, what y'all gonna do when the TV show come out? What y'all love book bands, bitch? The revolution will be televised. <laughs> Critical race theory. Uh, we don't need to teach that. Church don't need to learn about this. They better know or they're going to get their fucking ass whooped. It's best they know. I want to know who they're going to they cast in the movie. Ooh, I would the TV series, script. I mean. Hmm. Anyway. Well, that is our here for us this week. Um, hope you <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed that um, uh, bonus here for us. <laughs> Uh, and we will move on to our last calls. Um, if you are new here, uh, this is where we take a shot and it will be our last call for the evening. Uh, pour yourself something alcoholic to drink. I'm not even gonna say something good. I'm not gonna say, I'm not even gonna tell (laughs) y'all to pour nothing PG 13. It gotta be. X-rated in this motherfucker for this last call. So pour yourself something good and alcoholic for this last call. It is our last call. So my last call this week is um, uh, this looks like it is going to be our last episode. Um, this is um, not a goodbye. This is a see you later. Uh, we don't believe in goodbyes. Um, and we here are never going to say never. Um, we are never going to give up the fight for LGBT rights and LGBT voices, uh, regardless of whether we're talking on this platform or not uh wherever we are and whatever we're doing we're going to be doing the same thing uh, regardless <clears throat> so um my last call is to five great seasons of here for a podcast um i would like to thank uh, all of our donors all of our patrons all of our haters uh, all of our peers, all of our inspirations, um, and most importantly, are here for a hive. So, yeah, um, the last episode of Here for Podcasts, um, back when um, RonaldMatters.com was a thing and moving into podcasting, um, I told superman i was like uh girl the blog has got to expand because it's successful i mean like what, what's wrong matter stuff i'm supposed to do it's supposed to expand um and i was like girl you the co-host <laughs> so uh, we recording tuesday uh the mic arrives this weekend so let's set up in your living room and five years later um Rated five stars on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to us. And thank you to everyone who has left a review of the show. Thank you to everyone who has shared an episode of the show. Um, shout out to Spreaker for featuring us for um, Pride Month. Shout out to um, all of the local organizations who has who have awarded us for our community work um, and everything that we do in the D.C. DMV area. Um, and shout out to all the Memphis people and all the Detroit people too, because child, we took money and gave up and down the damn United States highways. Um, so, and thank you to me, because I'm a genius. It was my idea for this podcast, so just just being a little silly here. Um, but shout out to you because um, if it wasn't for my idea, girl, bitch, your host would have it. But anyway, um, but shout out to my co-host Superman because, like, I was like, so like, I know he's busy, has a career, you know, like he's a 
socialite himself. Like, what if he says no? Then I'm like, so who is my plan B? Uh, if yeah, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, it wasn't no plan B. <laughs> um, so, um, just thank you to my co-host, um, Eddie Superman, for being amazing, amazing, amazing as always. I could not do this podcast without you. Literally, as I just explained, um, girl, you were the only option. <laughs> so, uh, just thank you to everybody. Um, how many more times can I say thank you? I'll be sitting here saying thank you for 20 more minutes. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you to you as well. Um, uh, the support of RonaldMatters.com also propelled uh, this podcast. And um, we thank all of um, the social media support, um, all of you guys that commented weekly, um, all of you guys that shared the episode, all of you guys that made memes. <clears throat> we tattoos. really appreciate and, and got tattoos <laughs> and got tattoos. Um, we we appreciate it. Um, and again, like I said, um, this is still not goodbye. It is see you later. <clears throat> so for me, um, I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N. Signing out. I am Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and TTYL Squad. Bye. Bye.